Welcome to season two. To get inspired, you gotta get the truth. We ain't trying to be the competition. We just led by the Holy Spirit. The everyday mission and vision is to go hard for God daily. That GHFGD across my chest is not a saying. It is a lifestyle, and I'ma be in it for a while. Every day we on the winning team. Say amen if you God's child. Just spread the life of believers. We sow everything Jesus. We believe so in them season. Watch the Lord get the increasing. We keeping it real, let them ease in. We ain't got time for no teasing. Get inspired, it's the podcast, and we locked in for the new season. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kirby Love, CEO, founder of Go Hard For God Daily. And this is another episode of Get Inspired. It has been good thus far. We're in season number two. Um, We've had some amazing guests on here drop some amazing revelation some things that have added value to a lot of people's life and it's just been good so what we're going to do is just continue in that wave of adding value and that's one of the things that i like to do right here on the get inspired podcast is just add value to everybody's life to people's life so whenever you listen in whenever you're tuning wherever you are that as you listen to this podcast you're getting notes you're getting things that you can apply to your day-to-day life and things that help you not only naturally, but the most important part is that it is helping you spiritually to grow. It is helping your faith to grow. It is helping you, you know, have another perspective. And for uh, some people, hopefully, um, it's bringing people to Christ who may not have known Christ or may have heard testimonies or hearing the testimonies that are coming from this platform. It's like, man, that is amazing. And I'm going to give that a shot, you know, so uh, we're grateful for what God is doing right here on the Get Inspired podcast. And thank you guys for following, for liking, for sharing, for coming. We've had a tremendous boost. We have grown like crazy (laughs) over the past uh, few weeks. So thank you guys for those who have shared the podcast, those who have come in and those who have liked, those who have um, whatever it is that you have done to help us reach the masses. And one of the things that we want to do with that, although we're excited about, you know, the traction and the podcast being able to bless people right now, the most important thing is for us to be a good steward over what God is doing right now in this podcast. So um, continue to pray for us. As you know, um, with elevation comes different levels of warfare and things like that. So be in prayer for us as we continue to preach Christ, teach Christ, um, and inspire others in their day-to-day life. So for those, if this is your first time tuning in to the Get Inspired podcast, I want to tell you a little bit about it. Um, if this is your first time, one of the things that we do on the Get Inspired podcast is display the life of believers. So that's something that we uh, say across our apparel and media, display the life of believers through apparel and media. Get Inspired is our media platform uh, where we are able to display the life of believers. So whether you're a full-time mom, whether you're a full-time dad, whether you're a full-time athlete, whether you're a cook, nurse, doctor, chef, um, I know a cook and a chef may be like the same thing, but whatever it is that you are, entrepreneurs, um, pastors, evangelists, um, and I can go, if you got a cleaning business, whatever it is, <laughs> you know, if you are um, following Jesus Christ, then We would love to listen to your story and just talk about how you navigate that particular area as a believer. And that's what the Get Inspired podcast does. Um, Whenever we have guests on, they're able to, you know, give their testimony and they're able to also talk about how they navigate life as believers in their particular area so that people who may be athletes or 
doctors or lawyers or whatever the case may be, they're able to see that, get inspired and like, man, that is amazing. I know God can use me in that area the same way. So that's what Get Inspired Podcast is about. Um, that's the idea. That's the mission behind it. And that is what we um, strive to push every time you tune in. All right. So but for the episodes, when you catch me by myself, then it's going to be a little bit different. All right. So we have a, a couple things that kind of happen. You see you see me sometimes again. This is for my new uh, followers, for those who haven't uh, been along the ride with the Get Inspired podcast, you're going to have some episodes where you see me just by myself, um, inspiring you guys, encouraging you guys, preaching, teaching, whatever the case may be. And then other times you're going to see uh, special guests on here being able to t- tell their stories and uh, how they came to Christ and how they navigate the life and the things that they're in right now and the place that they're in right now. So, that's a brief introduction, a little bit longer than I usually uh, like to do, uh, because I always say uh, for those who are frequent followers, who are frequent watchers, who are frequent listeners, you always know you already know that one of the things I like don't like to do is waste time. All right. So don't want to waste you guys time. I want to get right into uh, what we're going to be talking about um, today. Well, one of the things that we're going to talk about today, I got a couple things in mind. Hopefully I stay on on track with what we going on today. All right. But again, shout out to you guys um, for those who are looking for merch. Go to the website, www.ghfgd.com. Those who may want to be on the podcast, if you've heard something or somewhere in that line where you fit in, say, hey, well, I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, or, or you know, I have a uh, program, or I have this, and you say, hey, I feel like you know, I can help add value to somebody's life and you want to be on the podcast, all, the, all of those links will be in the description. Or you can go to our website, www.ghfgd.com, and... Uh, fill out the the form so that you can possibly be on the podcast. So again, thank you guys. Share, like, comment, whatever it is that you feel like you want to do. If you are inspired in any point of this um, podcast on today, then hey, just write some notes down, share those things, and um, let let us know how it has blessed you. Also, I haven't had a chance to do this. If you have been tuning in to season two from day one and when that intro come on and you vibing and you know the lyrics to the intro here's what i want you guys to do i got something special for you guys all right i want you guys to drop a video of you rapping the intro to season two yes if you drop a video of you rapping the intro to season two tag us in that and we're going to do something very, very special for you guys. And as I'm talking about that, my doorbell is ringing, probably a package coming uh, from UPS. But that's what I want you guys to do. Tag me in the video. Welcome to season two. To get inspired, you got to get true. We ain't trying to be the competition. We just led by the Holy Spirit. The everyday mission and vision is to go hard for God daily. That GHFGD across my chest is not a saying. All right. It's a lifestyle. And that's all I'm going to give you. All right. The rest of it, you got to go back, listen to it, rock it out, record your video, tag us on TikTok, Facebook, uh, Instagram, wherever you want to tag us. And let me see your video. And we got something special for you. All right. Let's get into what we're going to talk about today. All right. Uh, One of the things that I want to highlight or make a focal point on today is there are a lot of people who um, 
who are waiting to get themselves together before they give their life to Christ. All right, there's a lot of people in this in this place. Or not I won't even just say leave it at give their life to Christ. There are a lot of people who are waiting to get themselves together before they uh pick up the word, before they fellowship, before they go to church. There's a lot of things, and I hear this a lot where people's like, I'm just waiting, I'm trying to get myself together. Here's a um here's something I want you to know. You can't get you together because if you can get you together, then it would have already happened by now. You don't get you together. All right. It's, it's Christ who gets you together. Right. And the, the, the more that you continue to walk around and just say, I'm just waiting. I'm trying to get myself together. I'm trying to get myself together. I'm trying to get myself together. The longer that you're hindering the process of actually submitting to the will of God for your life. The longer that you're actually uh, hindering the, the, the process or the, the commitment or the dedication to saying, Jesus Christ, you are Lord, you are Savior. I accept you as uh, who you are. I receive everything that you have done. I believe in everything that you have done, everything that you have came to do. I believe that you sit on the right hand of the Father. You know, if, if you are waiting to get you together, then it's going to be a long time before you actually walk and believe in those things. It's going to be a long time because, again, if you could get you together, it would have already been done by now. It would have already been done by now. And I've been in this place before. And I, I, so I can relate to being to just saying, look, I'm just waiting until I can get this. I can get this. I can get that. Trying to put all things in line. And then I never was able to really put it in line. And then it was the moment that. I said, I surrender. God, I'm, I'm I'm with you. Whatever it is that you need me to do, I'm doing it. It's the moment that I submitted myself to God. It's the moment when everything began to get together. He began to do the work for me that I needed. He began to bring the healing that I needed. He began to bring the deliverance that I needed. He began to do all the things that I needed in my life that I couldn't even figure out. There were things that I didn't even know that I needed. But God began to do that. God began to bring all those things up. God began to strip some things away that, that I was um, entangled in. God began to deliver me, began to heal me, set me free. All the stuff that I needed, I found in Christ. So you can't wait until you get yourself together or you're going to continue to stay in a cycle. So we've been talking about breaking cycles. We ended season one with breaking cycles and we're going into this season. Uh, we've been talking about families. We've been talking about breaking cycles. We've been talking about uh, being real, be open, be honest with yourself. So we're going to continue that all throughout the year for you to be real, be open, be honest with yourself. You have to know exactly where you are. If you can be honest with yourself where you are, then that alone is a, a key for you to walk into a whole nother realm. That gives you the ability to say, you know what, man, I do need to change. This ain't right. Or this is right. You can analyze and put things in a place where, where they need to be. All right. So that is what uh, I desire for you guys. As you're listening to this particular episode right here, we're talking about not trying to be perfect before you say, God, I surrender. Not tr not trying to get to perfection before you say, OK, God, uh, I know you've been calling me to do this because there are believers, too. 
This ain't just for the unbelievers. This is this is this ain't just for the unsaved. This is for the saved too, because there's some saved folks out there right now who uh, have a word. You have a word. God has given you a word. God has spoken something over you, but you're still trying to wait till you get it all together. You can't fix everything. You can't do everything. It's not by your works. It's not by your works. There's nothing that you can do uh, uh, under your own strength, under your own power that's going to put you into that perfect place, into that perfection, that place of perfection or that place of actually being right with God, right? It's, it's really the decision that you make. It's the choice. Once your mind becomes made up and you surrender, submit, then God begins to bring everything to you that you need, put everything in place that you need, align everything the way it needs to be aligned so that you can fulfill the call for your life. All right? So this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. So there, there, there's two different places. Uh, I guess two different people that I'm kind of speaking to right now, two different groups. There are people who may not know Christ right now who are saying or have the relationship, I would say. And they're saying, I am I'm just trying to do what I need to do so that. I can start going to church so that I, I want to start reading the word, but I, I got to clean this up. I got to clean that up. Listen, God will meet you wherever you are. He's not looking for the perfect person to use for his will, for his glory. He's not. He's not looking for the perfect person. You don't have to be the perfect person in order for him to use you. You don't have to be the perfect person in order for you to say, God, here I am. I surrender. Many of us have been in this place before, and there are many people right now who, who, who are in that place right now feeling like they have to be perfect. I can go down a list of people right now who are not perfect. I can go down a list of people, a list of names right now, and I'm talking about according to the scriptures, who lied, who was doing all kind of, all kind of stuff, from Abraham <laughs> to Jacob, to, to, to Rahab or Rahab, depends on how you announce it, but she was a prostitute, but she still obtained right, a blessing because of some a, a good work that she did. But the, the, the moral of that is that you're never too far or never too, um, yeah, you're never too far where God can't reach you, right? You're never too far where you can't reach and say, Father, here I am, take my hand, lead me in the direction that you want me to go. You're never too far from that. And there's nothing that you can do that will separate uh, you from his love, right? There's nothing that you can do that he was, that God would look at you and say, uh, I can't use you. I can't use that. Nothing. But you have to be willing to to surrender and submit to the will and the calling of God for your life. So, again, this is for some people who may not be saved. And then we have some people who are saved for the people who are saved, the believers. When God has called you to do something, what are you waiting for? Sometimes you have to ask yourself that question. What are you waiting for that God has already told you to do? God has already spoken to you about. And you're still sitting back saying, well, I, I, I don't have the right person to get this done for me. I don't have the right. Yeah, I know. I know I'm talking to you. I'm still waiting on uh, till I get this document. I'm still waiting until I take this class. I'm still waiting until I waiting until I get this. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. You're trying to wait until everything is all in the right place, quote unquote. You're trying to wait till everything is all in the right place before you say uh, before you do what God has already told you to do. 
So are you telling me that he won't uh, provide what you need as you just surrender to, to, to the call, as you just be obedient to the word that has already been spoken? Hmm. But that's where we are. That's where a lot of people are. You can't wait until everything is all together. That's not how it works. What you have to do is take the word. For the believers, take the word. Whatever the word is, take that. Apply it. Take that. Use it. Take that. Walk in it. And then everything else, let it be. It's going to come when it's supposed to come. Because sometimes we don't realize how God moves. We don't know exactly how he moves in every single way. But one of the things that I do know about God is God will be working on something before you get there. And you'll get it when you get there. Some, uh, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase this. The thing that you feel like you need, you're not going to see it until you go through the process, until you get to the side that you're supposed to get to, until you get to the destination that you're supposed to get to through obedience to the word that you've already given. That's what, that's, that's one of the ways how God will move. When the brook dried up, when the brook dried up, God had already put somebody in a place so that once he got there, he was able to receive and get what he needed to get. But we have to be obedient. When God said, okay, the brook is dried up. The raven's not going to feed you no more. I need you to go here. Boom. What if he didn't go? So there, there are a lot of this different uh, stories that we can give when we can have that same example about God preparing the way for wherever you're going. There are certain things that you will get right now for where you're going, and there are certain things that you will get when you get to where you're going. So God has a whole plan that he orchestrates that he never has already put things in place as you go through this whole journey. But you have to be willing to submit to the journey without having everything that you need, that you feel like you need. Because what you need is what you have right now. And sometimes that's just the word from God. Sometimes what you need is all what you, the things that you need for right now where you are is the word. As long as you got the word, you have what you need. The other thing you need with that word is faith. That's it. And from that point, you're applying and you're moving forward. You can't wait until you get everything. That's not how it works. And for those who are still kind of battling in their mind right now, still going back and forth, you know, when it comes to fellowshipping, when it comes to reading your word, when it comes to uh, saying, you know, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. When it comes to you feeling like you have to get everything together, come just how you are. And I know the church usually say this a lot, um, the, the whole come as you are. But what does that really look like? Here's what I want you to do. You can take any any negative derogative word that you got right now that you can think about. Any one of them. I don't care what it is. I don't care. Whatever come to mind. Go ahead and name it. One, two, three, go. All that. Everything that you just named, come just like that. 
come just like that. And I guarantee you, the God that I know, the God that I serve, will clean everything about you up. Everything that you could have just thought about, everything that you just named, you just listed in your mind, he'll clean it all up. Come just like that. Messy, dirty, whore, prostitute, fornicator, murderer, I don't care what it is. Thief, you name it, he'll clean it up. Not only will he clean it up, but you have a whole new identity. You have a whole new name change. Everything about you changes. That's what he'll do. You're not responsible <laughs> for, uh, for the perfecting. That's the Holy Spirit working through you. You're responsible for the submission and the faith and, the, uh, and being obedient. That's your responsibility. And as you take on, as you do your part, God is going to do his part. He'll continue to heal. He'll continue to deliver. He'll continue to uh, provide. He'll continue to do everything that he's supposed to do for you as you submit and go through that process. Now, here's the other part that you must know. There is, uh, uh, there is a spiritual ram. And a lot of times, you know, you don't usually hear this. There's a spiritual ram. There's uh, things that takes place that you become more aware of once you submit yourself to the will of God, to the will and the calling of God for your life. There are things that start to happen. You become more aware of spiritual activity. You become more aware of. Man, that didn't, I didn't, I'm not used to seeing that. I'm not used to feeling this way. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to that. So you you begin to grow according to the spirit of God working in you. So now your eyes are starting to be open and that's why you're more aware about certain things. And then as you continue to submit and go through the process, now that you become aware of those things, now you start to remove yourself from certain things. Initially, we call it that just didn't feel right. But that's the spirit of God working in you as you submit. To him, to his will. And removing everything that's not like him, that's that he don't have for your life, the things that he does not desire for you. Those are the things that he started to work in. And then there's a clash of the kingdom. Now, the clash of the kingdom comes because. We have flesh, we have spirit, we have, uh, you know, the, the demonic realm, and we had the kingdom of darkness, and we had the kingdom of God. There's always going to be a clash of the kingdom right there. So as you start to depart from darkness, darkness is going to have this tug of war where it's trying to pull you back in. And this is something that we have to begin to talk about and teach people as they go through deliverance, as they go through healing. For some people, depending on what type of deliverance it is, they already know. And then there are just some people out there who don't even believe that the devil exists. And that is exactly where Satan wants you to be. Or the mindset that he wants you to have. That he don't exist. And that's where a lot of people are right now. But you have to know that he does exist. He's the father of lies. So then when we go into... The, temp the tempting part, the temptation side of things, because temptation is not going to go anywhere. We're going to always have temptation, but we have to be able to identify our temptations. 
They're good. They go. They come in different ways. And what we can't do is uh, try to justify situations of where we are and say, well, at least I'm not doing this. So you're 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 masturbating um, and watching pornography and you're justified where at least I'm not out sleeping around with oh girls, these girls over here. At least I'm not hoeing around. At least I'm not doing this. At least I'm not doing that. So you try to make masturbation uh, okay because you're not out sleeping around with different dudes or you're not out sleeping around with different girls or whatever the case may be. That's a, that's a mindset. That's a, 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 a trick that the enemy plays on the mind so that you can continue to resist submitting to the will of God. Giving your life to Christ. And that's why you continue to say, I'm just trying to get myself together. And when I get myself together, then I'm going to do all that. And as long as you are trying to get yourself together, then you continue to basically say, okay, uh, let me let me rephrase this because I don't want to lose folks. If you continue to say, I'm trying to get me together, then you're basically putting yourself in a place of saying, I'm o- I, it's, it's okay for Satan to influence me in different ways, and I decide to go this way. Because, this, because what is over here is not as bad as what's over here. Right? So this, this, and I'm just presenting to you how Satan presents things. You're masturbating. You're pleasing yourself. At least you're not out whoring. At least you're not sleeping around having sex with all these different dudes, having sex with all these different guys. You're doing it, you're doing it by yourself. Ain't nothing good about that. Ain't nothing good about that. But that's the that's the place that he wants you to have. That's the mindset that he wants you to have. So when you continue to say, I'm working on me, then you continue to subject yourself to those type of ideas, those type of thoughts. And what the, what temptation is, because it's going to continue to get strong. It'll, it'll get stronger once you submit to God. But it's going to continue to come in, in some of your weakest areas as well. And I know usually we jump to pornography and these type of things, but there are so many different uh, temptations out there some people are tempted by different things and it has nothing to do with sex it has nothing to do with um money it has nothing to do with there there are different temptations that people may have but whatever the temptation is you have to be able to identify it what temptation is is a distraction from true identity and a separation from who you are in christ that's what it is. That's the Kirby Love version. <laughs> All right. Because whenever temptation comes, whenever Satan tempts or uh, uh, bring up these types, these things to try to get you to follow into, what happens is you have a decision to make. Right? You have a decision to make. Um if if something if something comes up, excuse me. Something comes up uh in the light of Let's just stick with the realm that we're in since we already there because it's a real thing and people deal with it every day. Pornography is one of the leading things on the Internet. Let's just deal with it. All right. So. Here we are. Um, 
Satan comes with this, presents this thing as one thing, but then with the the mindset of the mindset that he wants you to have is that this is not that bad because I'm not doing it this way. That's 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 the mindset that Satan wants you to have. And as long as he can play, do these little things and you submit yourself to these things, then that is where you're going to be. Now, let me get back on track because I had lost my train of thought. <laughs> All right. Temptation is a distraction that will pull you from purpose. Whenever you get tempted, you have a true identity in Christ, right? Whenever the temptation comes, the temptation is to distract you, number one. It's like, hey, there's a hand over here. The temptation comes to distract. Once it begins to distract, you have the power to choose if you're going to be distracted or not. Or if you're going to stay focused. Now, this is for the saints. For those who are not saints, for those who are like, I'm just waiting until I get me together. For If you're in this place then you've probably already submitted to whatever the temptations are. Every time these things come, because it don't seem like it's not it's that bad, or it's just a little, it just this, or just this one time, oh, I'm not going to do this again. Uh, and, you know, and you, and you continue to fall in these same cycles where you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and you keep doing it. So now you've basically accepted the idea of who Satan wants you to be. So that's the separation and distract and, and what keeps you distracted. These continuous temptations keep you distracted. And now you continue to function as this other person. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I hear y'all. You continue to function as this other person. That's not really who you are, but it's, it's a person that you have to get free from. It's an idea of Satan that you have to get free from. It's an entity that you have to get free from. So when people go through deliverance and people go through healing and things like that, they're getting free from different mindsets. And then sometimes you even hear people uh, like demons actually start crying out because they consider the body their home. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And what you don't want to do as you're waiting until you get yourself together is to allow the enemy to continue to put people in your life because listen people people have assignments on your life they're either going to be from God or from Satan don't believe me ask the soothsayers ask the witches that's what they do send people to your life this is why you end up in relationships for 15 years, eight years, 10 years with different dudes or different guys or whatever the case may be. And the whole time, all their whole mission and purpose is to destroy you, to kill your spirit. We have to be mindful of this stuff. So if you continue to wait till you get yourself together, mm, here's Satan. Okay. She's just waiting till she get herself together. Cool. I got something for that. I got a guy. I know what she likes. I know the type of guy she like. I know the height. I know the bill. I know the scent. I know all of this. Here comes a guy. All flattery. Everything that you like is presented before you. 
what you're going to do with this. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know your true identity, then you're going to continue to fall for the distraction and the idea of who he wants you to be so that you can stay disconnected from the main source, the one who gives you the true identity, the one who gives you the purpose, the one who inputs the value and who you really are. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. So this is the stuff that you have to be mindful about. And the long game will go as long as you let it go. As long as you're trying to get yourself together. These girls, for the guys too. I'm talking to you too. It's going to be a different girl, a different face, same attitude. Different face, same attitude. Men and women. Same face, different attitude. So what happens is you got a different person with the same spirit. And as long as you're trying to keep getting you together, it's going to be a different person that comes, same spirit. It's a whole spiritual realm, spiritual warfare, spiritual war going on out here. And what we can't do is act like it don't exist. But there are a lot of people out here who are blind to these things. And they wonder why they stay in the same cycle, in the same situation, with the same people, or sometimes a different person with the same spirit. Why do I keep encountering all these guys I talk to are the exact same way? Man, every girl I talk to, man, she be on the same thing. She do the same stuff. Why, why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Satan knows how to present certain things to you. This is why it's important for you to not try to wait until you get yourself together. Because there's going to always be a presentation of something or someone so that you can continue to be distracted and hinder you from submitting your life to Jesus Christ. And on the other side, there's some people who just want to, they, they feel comfortable. They feel like their only value comes from them being in the club. When I go to the club, I put this on, then everybody's showing me love. You know, I, I go to the club, I got a gun in my waist, everybody's showing me love, everybody know on the man. That's the only place they feel like they're valued. But I'm here to tell you, that you're actually, you have actually lowered your standard if that is your mindset. You're already of value because you're a creation of God. You're already of value. But how much more valuable are you when you have submitted your life to Jesus Christ and you're living out a purposeful life? Because all the value that you need is in the Holy Spirit. 
and the Holy Spirit is in you, then everything that comes from you is going to be of value. Everything that comes from you is going to be able to impart, in, uh, have input, impact, change an, a room, an environment, an atmosphere, change people, change lives, change everything about wherever you are. That's real value. That's real value. So if you feel like the club is the only place that show you love and going to give you value. I'm telling you now, that's a lie. Don't believe a lie. That's a, a mind game that Satan is playing. He wants you to feel like your only value comes from you looking like a whore. Your only value comes from you looking like a thug. Your only value comes from you acting this way. Your only value comes from you dressing this way, looking this way, being this way. That's where your value comes in at. He wants you to feel like your value comes in from competing or comparing with the next man. When all you got to do is be true, authentic, and real, and be open, be real, be honest, be open with the same stuff we've been talking about as we came in the year. That's all you got to do. Submit your life to Christ. The Holy Spirit dwelling in you, that's value. Everything that comes from you that comes part from the Holy Spirit, that's value. And with that level of value, with that level of purpose and, and walking in that, guess what's going to happen? People are going to come to you because of the excellence that you walk in, because of the presentation that you have according to the Holy Spirit working in you. You no longer have to look for the attention. The attention is the Spirit of God working in you. So now instead of being desperate for attention... You have to remain humble because of the attention. Two different things. See, God teaches you how to manage influence. Satan teaches you how to puff up with the influence. Or try to become more of what you think you already are with influence. Two different things. You cannot wait until you get you together. It'll never happen. If it was about you, yourself, your own, your own will, your own power getting you together, you would have been, you would have been able to do that already. I promise you. I promise you. So one of the things that you need to do, and we're going to get ready to wrap up. One of the things that you need to do, and, and I, I want to talk to both parties right now, because, again, we have believers um, who are following and we have some, you know, people who don't believe in Christ or whatever the case may be who may come into this. So I'm speaking to both parties for those who don't believe in Jesus Christ. The first thing I want to say to, to both parties is you have to be able to put next steps in place. Next steps, your next steps is your planning. That's your preparation to where you're going. If you don't have your next steps, then that's going to keep you in the same place that you're in or either pull you back. That's it. When I say have a next step, what's your next step? If you're, if you are, if even if you, um, you just say, hey, I believe in God. I just haven't, you know, went through that whole thing. And there are people who talk like that, you know, and I understand if that's where you are, that's fine. Got to meet you where you are. But if you listen to this today, 
tonight, whatever time it is that you're listening to, and you and you want to make that decision, then put your next step in place. Don't make or decide on something and not have a next step. Put your next step in place. That next step, if you're not a saint, if you're not a believer, is I want to give my life to Christ. What's your next step? What's next? I'm going to go to church. I'm going to find some brothers and sisters that I can be around. I want to find some people that can that can that can build me up, that can encourage me, that can keep me accountable. What's your next step? Get you a next step. And then once you get that next step and you go to that next step, boom, you have found the brothers, you have found the sisters, you have found the people that can encourage you, empower you to help you walk out and fulfill the calling of your life. Guess what? Boom, another next step. What's my next step? Studying my word, praying more, meditating more. What's your next step? Put them next steps in place. If you're a believer, you're a saint, God's already given you a word. What's your next step? Put your next step in place. You need next steps. You need next steps. You need next steps. Don't become idle. When people become idle or get set in one place for too long, they get boring. It gets boring. They get stale. And that's a bad place because now you just want to do anything so you can get out of that place. But if you put your next steps in place, your accountability in place, and you prioritize your spiritual growth, if you prioritize and value your life and start doing these things, everything's going to change for you. Everything's going to change for you. You don't get you together. It's Christ who gets you together. You'll be walking around for a long time and you'll never see yourself get better. That's a whole song right there. And we're going to end on that note. My prayer today is that you have received something. If you have friends, if you have family, if you know people, let's start become, being disciples, people of God. Let's be disciples. Let's help bring these people out of that place. If you're in a place right now and you haven't received Christ as Lord and Savior and you've been in that place where you kind of just been teeter-tiling, I believe, God, I just haven't made that next step. If, you, if you're in that place, if, you, if you've been in and out, you know, the club, if you, it don't matter. It don't matter. Messy, stinky, Whatever it is, come just like that. He'll clean it all up. Allow him to get you together. Allow him to build and mold and perfect you as only he know how to do for you. If you got friends that's like that, that's in that place where they're just like, I'm just waiting. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. Tell them, look, no more excuses. Wherever you at right now, let's go. We finna do it. Be real, be open, be honest. You don't get you together, it's Christ who gets you together. Remember that. Listen, for the rest of the year, you're probably going to hear this in every podcast. Be real, be open, be honest. We need to do that so we can constantly be assessing where we are. 
so we can move forward. And that's a wrap for today. I pray that you were blessed. If you have been blessed, drop it in the comments. Leave us a review if you're watching on Spotify, if you're watching on Apple Podcasts, wherever you are. Hey, leave us a review. Give us some stars. Give us some feedback. Let us know how we're helping you guys out. And the last thing I want to leave you guys with is there's no place, there's nowhere that you can go where you need to feel like I'm too far from God. Whatever it is that you need, whatever place that you, if you're heartbroken, if you've been hurt, if you need healing, if you need to be delivered, if you need intimacy, and intimacy, usually we just think about sex and things like that, but it's it's a close connection, close relationship with a thing or a person. But I would present to you and tell you that if you could be intimate with God and have an intimate life journey with the Father, with Yahweh, Abba, Elohim, Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, it would be like something you've never had before. That's my desire for you guys today. We're wrapping up. My name is Kirby Love. Again, your host, CEO, founder. Go out for God daily. Again, if you want to be on this podcast, go to the website, www.ghfgd.com. Hit the Get Inspired tab. Fill out the podcast form, the podcast form. (laughs) And fill that out, and we'll have a next step in place just for you. And we'll reach out. We'll be contacting as we get your requests. Um, And that's it. That's it. We're here to not just inspire, but to help you have a better life in Christ Jesus. Submit yourself to him. Whatever it is that you have, take it all to the altar. Leave it there and surrender your life to Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, grace and peace, peace and blessings. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.